There's one. Set for stun. The Law Be With You podcast show, also known as Christian Fandom Geek on YouTube, is a Red 5 show, also affiliated with Fandom Collective. So, enjoy the show, and the Force will be with you very soon on the Law Be With You podcast show. This is where the fun begins. Welcome to the Law Be With You podcast show, also known as Christian Fandom Geek on YouTube. Hope you are keeping well and safe in the times that we are living in. Um, came across this interesting story on Inverse, and, uh, and it, was, it was pretty exciting stuff. And it, it, it's talking about Div Day Filoni just teased an epic Jedi showdown in Mandalorian season three. So this is interesting, guys. Um, the sort of stuff that we love on uh, Christian fandom geek, a lot of kind of fandom geek fantasy sort of uh, lightsaber battles, things like that. Absolutely amazing. So let's 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 just. Let's just go on with this one here and have a look at what Inverse are saying. Could Ahsoka could be Luke Skywalker in a lightsaber fight? So I'm I'm going through this sort of story here about what they're saying. While this claim may suggest a complicated fun theory, the simple fact of Ahsoka's force prowess relative to Luke's isn't as controversial as you might think. Okay, let's go on. In a recent interview, Mandalorian co-creator and Clone Wars guru Dave Filoni pointed out that Technically, Ahsoka has vastly more training than Luke has. She's actually his senior, which I think is actually difficult for people to remember. Here's why... So, okay, so that's his quote there. And then let's go on with what what Inverse is saying here. Here's why Ahsoka being Luke Skywalker senior makes more sense in established canon and what it could mean if Ahsoka were to hypothetically face off against Luke in either Mandalorian Season 3 or her own up-and-coming TV series, Spoilers ahead for Mandalorian Season 2. Okay, so in the last episode I've I've done previously to this one, I spoke about the new Ahsoka TV show, and we talked about that that Hayden Christensen is is going to be in that show as as either Anakin Skywalker or Darth Vader. So that's going to be really interesting. Um, Now, obviously, going through this this story, there are spoilers for the end of Season 2 of The Mandalorian, which I think most of us have watched by now. So I think we're in safe... We're safe on this one, I think. Okay, and if you haven't, go and watch the end of season two of Mandalorian because there will be spoilers on that. Okay, so let's go ahead on this one here. Is Ahsoka more powerful, a more powerful Jedi than Luke Skywalker? Obviously, this can come down as a bit of a controversial one because I know a lot of us are Luke Skywalker fans. I'm a Luke Skywalker fan, but then I also know that there that there's a lot of you out there that are Ahsoka fans and that Ahsoka is a really popular character. Um, and obviously, recently in, in in this would be spoiler territory. You know, she's um, was in season two of The Mandalorian, her first live action appearance of the character, and it was phenomenal. Great episode. I think it was called The Jedi. Great episode. A lot of fun, and uh, really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed seeing her as a live action character. And it, I would love for her to for them to bring her together with Luke Skywalker as long as it was done in a really respectful and a really interesting way okay so let's carry on what they're saying because luke skywalker is not the actual chosen one and did not bring balance to the force in the return of the jedi contemporary star wars canon has basically recontextualized luke as just some guy now that i think that's completely false um i don't think at all that luke is just some guy for me and I am, I am coming from a very Christian point of view on this. There's a huge redemption story in Luke um, redeeming 
Vader and bringing essentially kind of bringing Anakin Skywalker back to life from from Vader. There's a huge redemption story. It's a very biblical archetypal story of the son bringing redemption to the, to, to to the situation. Obviously, within Christianity, my own faith, you know, it's Jesus bringing redemption to the, to God's creation. Um, and uh, yeah, there is a there is a huge redemption story. And and obviously in Star Wars, it's a little bit different because it's going more into sort of the archetypes and things like that. But I think there's a really strong biblical overtone there. Um, and Luke certainly isn't just some guy. Uh, the other argument you could say as well is that obviously you know, Luke is the son of Anakin Skywalker. So if the father's going to be very strong in the force um, and very powerful in the force, then you would kind of would expect that that could apply to the son as well. So, yeah, I don't think that works out. I think that's a bit of a shallow argument. I don't think that works on that one there. Anyway, let's continue. In other words, he's mostly shaped by circumstances rather than destiny. We've never been shown a chart of Luke's midichlorian count relative to those of other Jedi. Suffice to say, Luke's skills as a Jedi, Jedi in the Mandalorian show, his fighting skills have improved since episode six, but he's still nowhere near uh, Ahsoka's complete and utter mastery of a lightsaber. Okay, interesting. So, okay, this is brushing on the hero's journey. So, whereas Anakin, with the high midichlorian count, you know, we don't even know who his father was. It's something, it's almost like a sort of virgence in the force, something, some special manifestation of, of, of the force in a kind of supernatural, magical sort of way, as instantiating with great sensitivity and power in the force. Luke's journey is not so, it's not so much about his intuitive ability, although he is strong in the force. It's more about him uh, going on this epic journey and, and realizing that he's the hero and, and then obviously re- getting into a situation where he has to redeem his father once he finds out that he's, you know, that Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader, that Darth Vader is Anakin Skywalker and, and that's his dad. So um, it's an interesting one there. Um, I would say, I would say, yes, I think that, that you would say, you could say on one level, okay, Luke um, was shaped by the circumstances of having to go with Ben and, and help Princess Leia. Um, and he didn't want to do it. He was reluctant to do it, but he eventually went on his journey and found out that, and, and through that process, he, he became the hero. He became the master of two worlds. He retrieved the, the retrieved the boon and he became a great hero. Um, but I think on the other hand, I would also say this, that um, Luke, Luke's redemption story, there does, there does seem to be a destiny to it because the prophecy on Anakin would be that he would bring balance to the force and he couldn't do that without Luke. So it's not an arbitrary random thing that Luke just decided to just go on his journey. Luke's journey was integral to, to, to Anakin Skywalker coming back after what happened, turning to the dark side and becoming Darth Vader. And so you can't really, for me, they're, they're, they're interconnected. And so in that respect, the, 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 there's, there's a sort of destiny that's on Luke within its own right. Um, and I think the articles, this, this story's probably been a little bit shallow on how they're sort of deconstructing that. But anyway, let's move on. And so, okay. So let's, let's, let's continue. And uh, we'll do this. This is going to be more than one part because this, this, this story is quite long. So I'm not going to do it all in one episode here. So let's get to this part here and then we will continue this in episode two or part two of this um, Luke Skywalker versus Ahsoka uh, special episode. Okay. Here we go. 
In the behind the scenes a Mandalorian season two special on Disney Plus, Filoni makes this pretty clear. One drill allowed. I don't know who's been teaching Luke sword uh, fight training lately. In contrast, Ahsoka received training at the Jedi Temple and also directly from Luke's father, Anakin Skywalker. When it comes to powerful influences, Luke has Obi-Wan and Yoda. Ahsoka also tra- was also trained by those guys, as well as Anakin and at least a dozen other Jedi. Whether this makes um, Ahsoka more powerful than Luke isn't clear. Anakin was probably a more powerful Jedi than Obi-Wan, but Obi-Wan was still able to defeat him on Mustafar. Uh, you can insert a, a meme here about Obi-Wan having the high ground. I love those memes. They're, they're hilarious. But the truth is Obi-Wan defeated Anakin not because Obi-Wan was stronger in the Force, but because he got in Anakin's head. Okay, so there's a lot. There's quite a lot there. First of all, in terms of Luke's training and Ahsoka having more training, that could that's, that's probably that could be a fair argument. That's probably a fair argument that she would be trained... Um, with more intense training for more different types of Jedi than, than Luke. Um, but she's not directly related to Anakin who has, who has a high midichlorian count. So yeah, it's one of them ones. And I know the midichlorian thing is a, is a retcon and it's ad hoc and it's, and it's a, it's a, it's an argument in its own right about how they move from the, the, the force being in the universe and kind of, kind of holding the universe together to a more materialist version where it's just how many midichlorians you have on how many midichlorians any organism or body has makes you stronger in the force. I know it's controversial. Um, it, did, it didn't really work in episode one for me, but I did, but you know, George Lucas said that it is what it is. Okay. So going on from that though, where it talks about the high ground and, and Obi-Wan um, defeated Anakin because he got in Anakin's head. I completely disagree with that. This is again, where the, where the, where the story is very shallow. It's not just because he, he has he, he, he you know got in his head that he beat him. Obi Wan knows Anakin like the back of his hand. He trained with him. He was one of the guys. He was one. Of, he goodness me, um, you know Anakin was his padawan. He trained him up in in how to be sensitive to the Force in in using a lightsaber. He wasn't the only one, obviously, but he still was his kind of main guy that was training him up. Um, and so he would know him. He would know him like the back of his hand. Let me give an example of this to make it even more interesting. I'll, I'll give a sports analogy. Imagine that you are a footballer. Now, I know in America you call it soccer, but we, you know, I'm in, in the UK here, so we're calling it football. That's what it is. And imagine you're training with Lionel Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo, probably two of the most famous footballers on the planet who are at the peak of their powers at the moment. Uh, although I'm a, I am a Kylian Mbappe fan, but that's another conversation. Now, Imagine that you're training with these guys for about 10 years. So you're at the same club as either Ronaldo or maybe at Real Madrid or, or uh, Lionel Messi at Barcelona and you're with them for years and you're training with them. You know their skills, you know their moves. You, when they come up with a new skill, you see it because you're with them, you train against them. If you ever play against Lionel Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo, you, you're going to be better equipped to be able to actually play against them than somebody who just watches them on TV but never doesn't really play against them or has never played against them before. Because you know them, you know their manoeuvres, you know their tricks, you know them, you know how fast they are, you know which direction they're going to go, you know, you know how they think. You, you, you're around that person, you're around Cristiano Ronaldo, you're, you're around Lionel Messi. And it's the same thing with, with Obi-Wan and Anakin. It wasn't that just that, that Obi-Wan got in his head, it really wasn't. He knows Anakin, he knows his fighting style, he knows his manoeuvres. They, they are matched up really evenly. And even though you might say technically Anakin's more powerful than the Force... 
Obi-Wan knows he's, Obi-Wan not only knows Anakin, but he's also a very accomplished and experienced Jedi and swordsman in his own right. So you have that together of the knowledge and the experience. And of course he could match Anakin because he knew him. Anakin wasn't going to be able to pull a maneuver that would surprise Obi-Wan. He'd been, he'd been around him for too long. He'd helped train him up. There's no way Anakin was going to be able to surprise Obi-Wan in that, in, in, in their, in their fight on Mustafar. It just weren't going to happen. And what happened in the end is that Obi-Wan surprised Anakin because he has, he has more experience just in general. And the experience paid over, over youth in that situation. So this is where, this is where you have to be really clever with stories like this, guys. Like this, you know, these guys in the universe are doing a nice story, but actually it's, it's quite a shallow, it's quite a shallow story. And they kind of come out with something like that, that isn't quite right. So I'm just gonna have to correct that. So, okay. This is the first part. We've come to the end of this first part, this first episode of Luke versus Ahsoka. I hope you've enjoyed it and, and I really appreciate you listening to this episode and we'll be back with you very soon again on the Law Be With You podcast show.